Okay, good morning. Good morning, saints. Good morning for those here present in the sanctuary and those who are on social media. I greet you in the matchless name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. We thank you for joining us for this, uh, today's word. Thank you. We get into prayer. Almighty God, we give you all the glory and honor. We thank you that we are even up and above and um, about our normal duties. We are up and we are breathing. We give you all the glory and honor. From the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, may your name be praised. We thank you, Almighty God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We give you all the glory and honor. For the many blessings that we can't even count, Father, we give you all the glory and honor. Because you are in charge. You are in control of every aspect of our lives, of the world. Everything that you created is good. And is being held by the word of your power. We give you glory. We give you glory for the morning. We give you glory in the evening. We give you glory in every area of our lives. We thank you and we glorify you, almighty God. You are awesome, God. You are the great I am, the Father Almighty. Because you loved us so much that you sent your son to go through that vicarious death on the cross to redeem us from the curse of the law and adopt us into the kingdom, into your kingdom, Father. We are grateful and we are thankful in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Almighty God. And for me, I yield myself to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, take over, take control of this ministration. Minister through me. Use me as a vessel of honor to your name, Almighty God, in Jesus' mighty name. Cause that by your word, health is restored, peace is restored, children are turned, the hearts of children are turned unto their fathers, and the hearts of fathers and Parents, as a whole, I turn unto their children, Father, that, that there's peace in the land, peace among your people, peace among your nations, among the nations of the world, that we, your children, will dwell in peace as well. Almighty God, wherever the word goes forth, I know your light shines brighter and brighter. Your, that radiance, that radiant power of the Holy Spirit, that resurrection power shines and destroys yokes of the enemy in Jesus' mighty name. By your ministration, Father, we thank you. So I yield totally to the Spirit. I give you all the glory and honor in the matchless name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I thank you. Amen. Amen. All right. Just before um, we came on live, uh, there was this song that, was going, um, that we were playing by Maranatha, and it's uh, centered on Psalm 113. It says, from the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, or until the going down, praise the Lord, praise his name. Fill the morning with your joy and fill the evening with your song. Praise to the Lord, praise his name. Praise to the one who is high above every nation. Praise to the one who is high above every nation. And he has raised us from the dust to be with him. Praise to the one who is more above 
of creation praise to the Lord and praise his name. Praise to the Lord and praise his name. In Jesus' mighty name. From the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, the Lord's name be praised. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right. Now, to today's ministration, to today's ministration, um, if you're online and you are on the list uh, for World Missions Ministries, you probably have received the outline of the sermon today. If you are not, you can send your uh, information to um, the ministry's office, and next time uh, you will get um, um, a copy, or you'll be you'll be mailed um, the the outline or any literature that the ch church puts uh, you know puts out. So um, for today, if you have your outline, it reads in a moment in the twinkling of an eye in a moment and in the twinkling of an eye it didn't say in a twinkling of an eye in a moment and in the twinkling of an eye so here the definite article is being used they in the twinkling of an eye so it's not the twinkling of somebody's eye but the twinkling of your eye in the twinkling of the eye so everybody and this is directed to us as saints. So this is uh, for us. But we'll go through it and you see exactly where um, I'm trying to, uh, where the Lord ministered to me that I'm trying to share with you. And hopefully uh, you'll pick this up. There are a lot of um, scriptures that I've given. We may not be able to go through each and every one of them, but we do our best to touch on, 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 um, on them as well and then those that we are not able you can you know go through through it on your own when you are meditating on it it will bless you all right so page two page two of the outline if you're following page two of the outline nurses web textile field portrait of pillars of creation that's what they are calling it they are saying that the pillars of creation nurses web james webb um, this uh, telescope that they put out. Initially, we had the Hubble telescope. It, it came up with um, uh, pictures, with things that, it, I mean, it could capture fascinating, 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 that things that would um, confirm things that enhance science, our understanding of what is out there um, with creation. Fascinating things. But since the web telescope came over it's getting more details about what is out there so nasa put this out on october 19th 2022 and i'll read it nasa's james webb space telescope has captured a lush highly detailed landscape the iconic pillars of creation this is what they are saying iconic pillars of creation all right okay where new stars are forming within dense clouds of gas and dust. The three-dimensional pillars look like majestic rock formation that is 
the image on um, on the right. Okay, that image. That's what they are saying. The three-dimensional pillars look like majestic rock formations, but are far more permeable. These columns are made up of cool interstellar, interstellar gas and dust that appear at times semi-transparent in near-infrared light. Webb's new view of pillars of creation, which were first made famous when imaged by NASA's Hubble the telescope in 1995, will help researchers revamp their models of star formation by identifying far more precise counts of newly formed stars along with the quantities of gas and dust in the region. Over time, they will begin to build a clearer understanding of how stars, are, uh, stars form and burst out of these dusty clouds over millions of years. Then he goes on to say it's a long um, 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 uh, article, but then at the end, towards the end, it says the tightly cropped image is set within the vast Eagle Nebula, which lies 6,500 light years away. And I've highlighted that because I want you to pay attention to that. And with that, I tell you, from the rising of the sun until it goes down, our Lord's name be praised. Because he's high above every nation. He's high above every creation. Because he is the one who created all this. 6,500 light years. I'll tell you what that means. It means that you are traveling... At 186,000 miles per second, that's the speed of light. 186,000 miles per second. Now, 186,000 miles per second, okay? You are traveling at that speed, 186,000 miles per second. Now, when you travel at that speed, all right, it will take you 6,500 years to get to where you are finding that. So it means that what God has said, this universe, if you look at God's creation, this cosmos, it's way beyond what we see here. And that's why the psalmist says, when you consider man, what, what, what is man that thou art mindful of? Or what is the son of man that even you pay attention to us? But for the love that God has for us, he gave it's only begotten son. To suffer a precarious death on the cross, to shed his blood, to redeem you and I. That in a moment, in a twinkle of an eye, if we are still here, those who have gone before us, who believed, they will be transformed. And those who are here will be caught up. In a moment, in a twinkle, in the twinkle of an eye. So when your eye twinkles, and how does the eye twinkle? It twinkles when there's light, when light hits it. And light comes back. We'll go through it. And I'll point, I'll point out how amazing that is. So from the rising of the sun until it goes down, may our Lord's name be praised because he's high above every nation. He's high above everything. He's high above science. 
is outside of science, is outside of time, is out of space, is outside of anything. He's God. He's God. And God is the spirit. And those that worship him, worship him in spirit and in truth. Our Lord God, he, he, he displays himself in the radiance of his glory. That glory is brighter than the noonday sun. Paul saw it, saw, before he became Paul. He saw it. He saw it. He saw, he saw the radiance brighter than the noonday sun. He said, Lord, what would you have me do? And that light said, you can't kick against the goats, against the pricks. You can't kick, you can't mess with God. So get up and go to your place that I will show you. And then he had his eyes opened. And Paul knew that you can't mess with the creator of the whole universe. So he was sold out to Almighty God. Look at what he did. Praise to the Lord. Praise to his holy name. Now they are finding out, they are calling it the pillars of creation. But God has already told us, in the beginning, God, that's it. Genesis 1, in the beginning, God, in the beginning. So, you're wondering, your mind is going around, figuring out what went on, what is going on. It says, in the beginning, God. So, if in the beginning, God then it means that God was there or he is the beginning, whichever way, right? Because in the beginning, God. So before, when, when, when everything began, God. He's the period. He's the period to everything, that full stop. He is. That, that's it. Nothing more, nothing less. He says it and he does it. For everything that you were wondering about, he already has defined it and he has already said it in his word. We'll go through it and then we'll see. So 6,500 light years. 6,500 light years. He's traveling at the speed of light. 186,000 miles a second. It will take you 6,500 years to see, you know, to get to that. And when you get to that, there's more beyond. In fact, they talk, they talk about the Orion constellation, that it's another neighbor, it's something else that is even far beyond that. How did Job know? How did, how, how did they even know something about Orion to put it in the Bible? How did they know? Because God is the creator of everything. And his spirit, he declares, he, he gives us information, that divine information, a little bit. Anybody who has the spirit of God up, upon him, God reveals himself to you. And he shows you, he shows you insight, insight, insight. And that's why Job, one of the earliest books of the Bible, would tell us that. Now, let's go to page number three of the outline. Creator versus the created. Genesis 1.1, 1, 1, in the beginning, in the beginning, God created the heaven and earth, and the earth was without form, right? You know, it talks about it, um, 
being tov vabohum, chaos in, uh, in, in the earth, and the Spirit of God moved, he brooded over it, and God spoke, he says, light be, and there was light. Notice that that light, that light is the glory of God, it's not the sun and the moon, because God created those later. Now, scripture also tells us that darkness cannot comprehend the light. Darkness cannot comprehend the light. And the city that is set on a hill. If you light a, a lamp, you can't put a lamp. No, that is, you light a lamp, it cannot be hidden, right? People see it. So that light of God is different from the sun and is different from the moon. That is the radiance of God's glory. That is the light that Moses, Moses saw some part of the light. And the Jewish people, the Israelites couldn't behold his face. That is the light that will ionize every fabric of your being for it to glow. It will ionize every fabric of your being. Think about it this way. If that light can cause Moses' face to glow, it can cause everything that is within us to shape up. To shape up, to obey. This is how God designed it. You obey. So you give heed to the word of God and work, function, like God has created. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. He wove us. He wove us in our mother's wombs. Deep, deep, deep with the God wove us. He put every fabric of our being together. So if anything is, 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 is rebelling against what God has put in place, let the light, divine light of God shine upon it and cauterize it in the name of Jesus. He's God above every nation. He's God above every God. He's God above everything. In the beginning, God, period, said and is done. From the rising of the sun until it's going down, may the Lord's name praised. He has raised us from the dust. That is the song, Maranatha. It's called Psalm 113. Please listen to it. Google it. And listen to it. Let it filter through. Washing of, 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 of what? Of, uh, of our, whatever it is. Washing of the spirit by the word of God. Let it go through. Stay in the word. In Jesus' mighty name. So now let's look at time. Time in the beginning. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Let's examine that. In the beginning, that is time. So now there's something in the beginning. There's time, right? That's where time began, in the beginning. God created the heavens and the earth. So now we're looking at the heavens, space, volume, and the earth is matter. We know that in this space, matter, continuum, all of these three must operate as one. For it to be viable. For there to be a world, there has to be time, space, and matter continuum. If you had matter and you didn't have the space for it, where would you put it? And you have space and you didn't have matter, what would it be worth? But if you have all these things and there wasn't any time, how can you even reckon it? So, in our world, in what we see as our world today, there has to be, these three have to operate in one. Now, for these three to operate, 
the person who created the time-space continuum has to be outside of the time-space-matter continuum. Has to be outside for it to hold any water. And that's what God says in the beginning. God created heavens and the earth in the beginning. So this confirms, it confirms what a lot of scientists have been saying, what in, for space-time continuum to be possible, the one who created it has to be outside of it. And God did in the beginning. God created it. So you look at time, it's past, present, and future. Hebrews 13, 8. A lot of the scriptures, we will not be reading them. We will not be reading them, but I will mention them. Please make sure that you turn to them on your own. You read them and you meditate on, uh, on the word. Space is height, depth, depth, and width. Now, even Paul takes it a little further. And he adds the height. He says, you know, um, uh, the breadth, nor depth, nor height, nor something can take us out of the love of God, right? If you look, when you look at Ephesians 3.18, Paul says that. But space, our space that we, we know right now, it's length, breadth, and then height or width. That constitutes our space. For instance, the, the sanctuary, you can measure the length, measure the width, and you can measure the height. Okay, even though this has an irregular height, it has a trapezoidal height, you can still find the area, you can measure it, and you can get a volume. And volume, all right? And matter. Matter, you have liquid, you have solid, and you have gas. Liquid, like in water, solid, like chairs that you sit on, and then gas, like nitrogen, like oxygen, it lasts Two weeks or so, I spoke about oxygen being about 21% and all so and so forth. So they are there. So now, if you look at, observe these ones, they are like all Trinity, 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 Trinity. A triple fold cord. A triple fold cord cannot be easily broken. Triple, God is amazing. It's not for me to say, you've seen it. You walk out. Look into the sky and then realize that beyond our firmament, beyond this firmament, it's pitch dark. But God created it and he put a layer in the earth's atmosphere. And he caused it that the sun, but it's the earth that is rotating, right? It rotates from east to the west. So it looks like a clown. So, you know, the earth rotates. It used to be that they said that the earth was flat. And so Copernicus and some other scientists said, well, if you continue walking, walking you're going to get to a point where you drop. <laughs> Not so. In Isaiah 40, God has said that he sits enthroned on the circle of the earth. He, he sits enthroned on the circle of the earth and with the radiance of his light, he circles the equator 
seven times in a second. Traveling at 186,000 miles per second. Gonna take that and then look at the equator. If that is the case, and if that is the speed of light, God, the light, like God says, he sits enthroned on the circle of the equator. And we know that God is everywhere at the same. How is that? I'll show you. Elena gave me this. Somebody that I know. Or in the flesh. I cannot tell, but I know that somebody gave me this. I'm going to try. Please watch this. If I start whirling it. The faster that I whirl it, the more you see that it's as though it's stationary. Right? If you are driving and somebody is driving next to you and with these new vehicles that have spokes, the rims, the faster the vehicle goes, the more you think that the spokes, uh, whatever space it is, is stationary. Right? So you take something like this and you whirl it around fast. Now, if this thing, this thing were to be big enough, okay, you would think that it's at the same place at any time, right? So if God sits enthroned on the equator and it goes round seven times in a second, don't you think that you feel that God is the same everywhere you look at? He says, my eyes look over to and fro. Over people whose heart are towards me. He watches over his children to perform it. How does he do it? We, we know that God is omniscient. He's omnipotent. You know, he's, he's, he, 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 he's everywhere omnipresent, right? At the same time. Maybe, maybe in my little understanding, my little understanding, again, I'm not, you know, nuclear scientist or what, uh, uh, space, whatever it is. But my understanding based on the word of God is that if God's radiance is brighter than the noonday sun, which is traveling at 186,000 miles per second. If the radiance of God is brighter than that, then of course God is traveling at much higher speed to reckon God as a much more effective speed than that, right? That's why God says, I'm God, I change now. Everywhere. Because where you see there's light, where you see there's light, where you see there's light, everywhere that you sit can practically be a great circle around the, around the globe. So he sits and he's moving, and he's moving, and he's moving. The devil is a created being, and so he doesn't have that. But your God is everywhere at the same time. 6,500 light years to God is nothing. Because he operates outside of time. So to our God, in a twinkle, in the twinkle of an eye. In the twinkle of an eye. Now, I will we'll go over and I, I, I will, I, we will try and then define what twinkle is. So on page three, Trinity of Trinity. That which created must therefore exist outside of time, space, and matter. 
continue to be a creator. The word, that is the Holy Spirit, moved on the surface of the earth. And God said, light be. Notice that light, the glory of God is different from the sun and the moon. In the beginning, God. Scriptures, that science has confirmed. Some scriptures, okay, not all. There are so many. Shape of the earth, Isaiah 40, 22. Our God sits enthroned on the circle of the earth. Now, let me tell you. When you consider the equator, the equator is the latitude. That is the, the, the only latitude that's a great. So they are all great circles. Uh, but the equator is a greater circle. The rest of them are, you know, they have smaller radar as you go up to the North Pole and to the South Pole. So the equator. Now, if you take the longitudes, right? The longitudes, they all go through the North Pole and the South Pole. So all like great circles. The longitudes help us with time and the latitudes help us with where we live. In other words, it helps us with the um, seasons, you know, stuff like So the longitude and the latitude, both of them, have specific roles that they play where the earth is tilted 23 and a half degrees and then the springs and then it revolves and when we look at all this it was fashioned by somebody who is unique who 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 knows or don't, don't even let me say he knows but within him placed 23 and a half degrees and nothing can change it and if we had been a little bit more, some places on the earth would be in perpetual darkness, cold, and whatever. But he placed it because he's God and he knows what our needs are. That everybody on the surface of the earth will one time, one day, or at least once, have some sunlight, sun, and moon. There's nothing good that he will, or there's no good thing that he will withhold from those that walk. Lord God, son, shield. Um, any good thing from us, right? So let's go through. So the shape of the earth, Isaiah 40, 22, says that the core of the earth is like molten magma, molten heart. And that's where our volcanoes sometimes come from. How did Job know that? Job 28, 5. Job says that. What a cycle. What a cycle. You talk about uh, what a cycle. You talk about clouds. It rains. The rains hit the surface of the earth. There's evapotranspiration that some of the leaves trap the water. The water evaporates into the air. Some of them go. The water. The water evaporates into the air. Some of them go. They travel on the surface of land and then they all end up in the sea and it goes up again and it starts over and over again. So the water cycle, God mentioned it. And God says in Isaiah 55, as the snow from heaven and rain from the, uh, from the sky, my word will never come to me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper where to I sent it. As long as the water cycle remains, the word of God is true, and the water cycle will remain, and the water cycle is effective, and the water cycle is the water cycle because God ordained it and God put it in place. Notice that before mist came from, from the earth 
and watered the surface of the earth. But God separated the skies and God separated the earth. And what a cycle. And with the water cycle comes what? As long as I, I, I remain. Um, planting time and harvest time shall not cease. Now, what we are talking about here in a moment, in the twinkling, in the twinkling of an eye, in the twinkling, not in air twinkling, in the twinkling of an eye. So, let's look at what Solomon says, or let's hear what Solomon is saying. Ecclesiastes 1, I'll read from verses 9 to 11. In the King James Version, Ecclesiastes 1, 9 to 11, it says the thing that hath been, it is that which shall be, and that which is done is that which shall be done, and there is no new thing under the sun. Is there anything whereof it may be said, see, this is new. It had been already of old time, which was before us. There's no remembrance of former things, neither shall there be any remembrance of things that are to come without those that shall come after. So everything that God needed to put in this cosmos to benefit you and I, and to benefit all shall notice that we are all created after the image of God, but by the blood of Jesus, and by that that what that prerogative that God gave us. God is not forcing you to choose Him, but He's giving you the prerogative. You 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 have to come through throughout Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to be called His son or His child or His daughter. But we are all formed after the image of God. But scripture says that there's nothing new under the sun or there will be nothing new. Nobody is going to be able to create something new under the sun because whatever they create is from something that God already put here and they are using that to create something new. All right? It's just like I put a seed of corn in the ground and then it gives me a corn cob. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase, so to speak. So it's something that God, God already put that, that whole uh, uh, what, stock of corn in the corn seed. So you plant it with light. Notice light, okay, light is needed. And then the right moisture, and then you put it in the soil, germinate. Die first. Saints, we all have to die to ourselves. In a moment, in the twinkling, so let's turn to outline page number five Christian's victory in Christ. Christian's victory in Christ. I'll be reading from 1 Corinthians 15, 51 to 58 in the King James Version. It's in the outline. It says, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, and at the last trump, but the trump, trumpet shall sound, 
and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. But thanks be to God, which giveth us victory through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain. In I read from First Thessalonians 4, 16 to 18. It says, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, and with the voice of an archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, then which we are alive to remain and shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another. Now, Revelation 5, 15. Now, pay attention to this. It says, And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of kings of the earth, unto him that loved us, watched us from our sins in his own blood. Now, the dead in Christ shall rise first, but Christ is the firstborn. Christ resurrected, and Christ is alive and alive forevermore. But those are the sound of the trumpet. Notice that the trumpet that they are talking over here, is what they said is the last trumpet that is blown at the feast of trumpets. They blow trumpets, you know, some short, 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 and at the end of it, they blow a, they blow a very long one. That represents um, the rapture of the church. I put a note um, at the bottom of it. That. It signifies the rapture of the church. It is not the trumpet of judgment like in, uh, as in Revelation 11.15 that's sounded by the seventh angel at the tail end of the tribulation. But at the sound of the trumpet, it's like tabernacle. this is for the rapture of the church. So at that, in a twinkle of an eye, let's try and then... Define what a twinkle is. So you see how fast this is. Page six. A wink, blink, twink as measures of time and speed of light and sound. So a wink is a controlled movement. Right? When you wink at somebody, you go like that. You know, it's a controlled movement. I remember in what? Um, no, not 2000. But it, needless to say, in one of the presidential elections, I remember there was somebody who was running as a, uh, as a vice president to somebody and the person kept winking, winking, and, you know, they would make fun of, that is what a wink is. A wink is a voluntary action that somebody, um, you know, does. Its duration is dependent entirely upon the winker. The quickest blink lasts for about one half of a second. So, a second, blink, wink, wink. A blink. A blink is a natural, mostly involuntary, repeated action of the eyelid to cleanse and keep the eye moist. It is believed that an average person blinks 15 to 20 times per minute. About 1,200 blinks per hour or 28,800 blinks a day or 10... 10,512,000 blinks a year. Okay, so by God's grace, we go through a year. You've already blinked uh, that much. You need to give thanks to God. 
from the rising of the sun until it's going down. Give glory to God. Because all these things are things that we don't even think about. But now they categorize them and put them in something that we can understand. You know the glory of God. It's amazing. All right? So a blink of an eyelid occurs as a reflex action when the eye is in danger from an intruder such as death or bug. It lasts between 300 and 400 milliseconds or less than half a second. Now a twink. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Now we go to a twink. A twink is a reflected ray of light traveling at the speed of light at about 186,000 miles per second. That is the speed of light in vacuum. The process of that little ray of light entering the eye and then being reflected occurs in about one billionth of a second. So in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, when light, when the light, because God is coming in, right? He comes in and he comes in in the radiance of his glory. And scripture says we all will see him. So when we all see him, and at that particular time, when the light of his radiance hits your eye and then turns back, one billionth of a second, you are changed. The dead in Christ will rise first, and those who are alive will be caught up, and Christ would have come for his own, and so will we. He didn't leave you alone. He didn't leave you hanging in here. But in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, twinkling of an eye, my eye, your eye, the twinkling. It didn't say air twinkling. Twinkling. So when light hits, by the time light comes up, one billionth of a second, we are changed. Who is unto our God? Who is unto our God? Who is unto our God? The great God Jehovah. The great I am. Almighty God. Almighty God. Almighty God. He is what he says he is. And he's God Almighty. I don't know how to describe But this morning, from the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, God transcends every, every part of it. See God. You see God. You see God. They said it would be this. It didn't turn out to be that. They said it would be this. It didn't turn out to be that. They said we would be consumed. It didn't turn out to be that. They generated COVID or COVID came in. It came in causing by God's grace. God gave us the wisdom, the know-how to combat it. I thank our scientists. I thank all those who together came, who together came up with this idea that we can take the MRA or the DNA or whatever it is and generate something. And lies, 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 lies. And you know, lies, where it originated from. You know the father of lies. But with every good thing that God has created, we have somebody that is fighting against it. And lies, and lies. And lies, and lies. Please, let's stay focused on our Lord God. 
on our Savior and know that from the rising of the sun until it goes down, you know, actually, it's not the sun that is rising and going down. It's the earth that is spinning. And because of the tilt of the earth, it gets to a point where it hits, you know, that, that level where the sun is. And because as you by the sun. You sit in a vehicle and you travel and look around. You would think that everything that is around you is moving. Right? Everything that is stationary, even things that are moving. When you sit in a vehicle, you drive your vehicle over here and you are uh, hitting some speed. Just look around you and you think that everything around you is, is moving and you are the one who is stationary. That's what it is. It's the apparent movement of the sun. From the rising of the sun until it's going down. May the Lord's name praised. Rises. Healing. Swings. Our Lord God is a sun. Shield. Rises. Healing. Swings. We run. Run to that house. And we are saved. God. Oh my, how awesome is he? How awesome. He put, he put everything in place and then folded, 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 he folded everything that is in you. Look at that. Look, 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 look how, look at how the blood works. Look at how this works. Look at how, this works. Look at how that works. Just this week, I know that. Somebody that I know, whether in the spirit or in the flesh, I don't know, but I'm, I'm going to say this. I got into something at work and it was very, very disturbing and you know, it was just too much. So before I know, I had been apparently, somebody had called doctor and said, I'm bringing him in to check him out, check everything out. So I go in and lo and behold, lie down here. I, I lie down and Something goes, uh, checking something. And strangely enough, as I looked on that monitor, I looked at everything that is going on. All what came into my mind, that I'm fearfully, wonderfully. I couldn't understand. I didn't know what they were doing. All what I knew is that they were checking some things. Because somebody who has been going around saying that, Money doesn't like noise. Same person. <laughs> anyway, you don't get the joke. The, the Ghanaian head of state said that, you know, I mean, for people who have been complaining and you know, just stay focused on what is good and what is right. But if you keep complaining and, you know, complaining, you disturb the flow of whatever. So he said money doesn't like you know, l'argent. Uh, you know, money doesn't like nampa. So that's what it is. So I give thanks to God because He's wonderful and everything that He's done is good, it's pure, and it's perfect. Love each other because love is of God. So we see it in, in, in everything that God is doing for us. So a twinkle is that, is that fast, right? 
So the speed of light, like I said, is 186,000 miles per second. And then the speed of sound at sea level is, is that. Now you hear that they are saying that an air, airplane travels at Mach 1, Mach 2, Mach 3. I've, I've put all of um, the meanings there so you can look at them. Now, let's look at some of what the Bible says about all three of this. The wink. Says the wink can be a gesture of fun or affection. It can be a gesture of malice. Psalm 35, 19, Proverbs 10, 10. It can be an indication of mockery. Job 15, 12. I put this there so you know that God, you know, has all this in mind even as that. So it's not something that is just coming out of some, it's, it's in the Bible. This is what God is saying. So God is giving us a measure, something that, that, that we can identify with, that in this space of time will be changed. That is only if you have accepted him as your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In a moment, in a twinkle, in the twinkle of an eye, we be changed. So for those who are listening, who are not born again, or who haven't accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior, you have the opportunity. Because in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, we all change. Are you going to be changed and be with the Lord forever? Or you'll be left until tribulation, the end of the tribulation, when there will be another judgment. Or you'd rather be with Christ. I think that it's a good choice for us to be with Christ. So I give you the opportunity. If you're not born again. You can say after me, please repeat after me. And if you need, if you feel that you are ready to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and to be welcome in the congregation of the Lord, have your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Repeat after me. This is an opportunity that you can't miss. Because you don't know. We pray for life, long life, health, peace, and prosperity. But you don't know what tomorrow may bring. So this is the time. This is the time of salvation. So if you say with me, Almighty God, I thank you. And I glorify your holy name. I thank you for giving us the opportunity through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. For our sins to be cleansed. So I speak out of my own mouth. And I renounce every sin that has impacted me that I've, that I've done. I know you've watched them. You've watched every sin as far as the east is from the west. And now I confess you as the Lord of my life. The Lord and Savior of my life. I give myself to your spirit. Holy Spirit, come take control of me. Take charge of me. Come in my heart and guide me in everything that I do. I thank you, Almighty Lord. And Almighty God, I thank you for the gift of your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I give you all the glory and honor. You did that. That simple prayer, you are accepted, the beloved. God, be the glory. So now let's go ahead. Um, the blink. It's a remarkable defense mechanism, as already said. Psalm 17, 8. 
Keep me as the apple of, of the eye. Hide me under the shadow of thy wings. Zechariah 2, 8. For he that touched you, touched the apple of my eye. Basically what God is saying that if somebody touches somebody that beloved of him, he touches the apple of his eye. So the blink also can be used to expose lies. The best way to spot lies is to look at them right in the eyes. And they begin to blink, 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 and then the blink is not consistent, and so you can catch lies. It's what he's <laughs> saying. But the twinkle, First Corinthians 15, 51 to 52, we already read it. In the twinkling of an eye, behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. It repeats that. It says that also in First Thessalonians 4, 13, and then 3, 14. Okay. Now, same spirit of faith, page number 8. Same spirit of faith. Those who were before us spoke. Second Corinthians 4.13. Those who were before us spoke. I have to remember that you have the spirit of God in you. That spirit bears the radiance of our mighty God. And wherever you put light in darkness, there is a creative force. Everywhere. Try it out. Everywhere that you introduce light in darkness, there is some creative force that is going on. Put a seed in the ground and keep it in the dark for a long time. The seed doesn't germinate. Throw a light right on top of it and you see very soon that it's sprouting. Wherever you introduce light, and more so the radiance of God, in darkness, the darkness cannot comprehend, and the darkness gives way to life, to creation. And you rise up, come forth with fame, with power, authority over darkness. So darkness cannot the light of God. Bear the light of God. Keep the spirit of God in you. More on the word. Keep the word. The washing of water by the word. Keep it going. Keep it going. Sharpen. 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 Sharpen everything that is within you. And let it rise up. Let it rise up. Let it rise up. Let it rise up. And you, 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 you will soon notice that whatever, whatever that you've, you, you, you thought about, whatever you spoke, whatever you did, yes, you, you probably didn't have an answer. But it will come pass because you have that backing of God. That reality is real. That when you speak, speak life. It's created. It's a creative force. Light be, and there was light. And out of, out of it, out of that light, he created this, he created this, he created this. All in preparation of his master creation. You and me. For some of us, he formed us 
and for some fashioned. Okay. So Almighty God, Almighty God, Almighty God, in the twinkling of an eye, this is what God would do. Same spirit of faith. Those who were be, before us, they spoke. And so those who are after our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we have to speak. The blood of Jesus is the one that is in the middle. What she says, it plainly says, we have the power, we have the authority, we have the resurrection power. Now, before the Spirit of God has to come upon you to be able to do what you, know, you have to do. Like Samson, Samuel, Saul, the Spirit of God came upon them. But for now, in Jesus Christ, we have redemption. We are all free. We all have the adoption. We all have been adopted. So you accept Jesus, the Spirit lives in you. Use that radiance to overcome the enemy because God has already done it for you. What faith? You're talking about faith. Christ said, unless your faith, even if you have faith as small as the mustard seed, you can accomplish this, you can say this. But then scripture also says that Jesus gave us his faith. He gave us his faith. So when you accept him, work on the faith that God has deposited in you. And stay on task. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, he would come forever. Our victories, but our victory now because the enemy is under our feet and God has orchestrated all what we need to do is to enforce his defeat. Stay in the word. Stay. All right, now. So Jesus above all, page nine of the outline. And I'll be reading from Hebrews, Hebrews 1 through 14. I may not uh, read all of it, but um, uh, there are some parts. God, who at sundry times, I'll be reading from the King James Version, and in diverse manners spake in times passed unto the fathers by the prophets. And in this lies they spoken, spoken unto us by his son, whom he had appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world. Who, being the brightness of his glory, the brightness of his glory, and the express image, of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. This morning, I've been talking about the radiance of God, the brightness of his image, the radiance of God, the radiance of God. We bear the radiance of God because God shines in and through it. See, we don't see it in the natural realm, but spiritually, we bear the radiance. Worship God in the spirit. Get physical. Manifestations. Now, notice also the ones that I've highlighted green. It says, Everything that God created, okay, they shall perish, and they all shall wax old as doth a garment. But our Lord is forever and ever. Now, if you watch all these stars, these 6,500 light years that I'm talking about, what did they say? They were saying that some of them perish all right and when it's perishing the new ones that are formed see god says everything 
will perish by this word. So we will be changed. So we perish and we are born again. Right then our bodies remain incorruptible. Remember when Jesus Christ rose. For 40 days he was here. But it wasn't the same. But it's, it's a glorified body. So in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, change. Because we can't use this earthly vessel appear in the presence of God with this earthly vessel is to be changed. Moses saw the yonder parts of God and his face. He had to put a veil. It shows you God brighter. That radiance is brighter than in the sun. So if you have that in you, wherever you go, that's why God says, my word is a lamp unto your feet and a light in your path. So if it's a lamp unto your feet, a lamp unto your feet, a light in your path, you won't stumble. You'll be tempted, you'll be pushed, you'll be tossed, but in the end, when you stay with the light, when you stay with the lamp, you'll get to your destination. Light the way. That is our God, the God that we serve. So, Jesus above all, let's look at page number 10 in the outline. Let's look at what our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is to us. He inherited a more excellent name. Hebrews 1, the same Hebrews 1, uh, verses 1 through 14. I've summarized it. Uh, Somehow, so we can, we can look at these uh, um, particular verses. He inherited a more excellent name. Verse 4, he sat down at the right hand of God, superior to all angels. Verse 13, and then Psalm 110 verse, uh, verse 1 also talks about that. His throne is forever and ever. Verse 8, therefore God has anointed him with oil of gladness. And Jesus is the heir of all things. Verse 2, he is the creator of the universe. Verse 10, and the radiance of God's glory. Verse 3. Psalm 84, verses 11 through 12. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. There's no good thing that he will withhold for them that walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusts in thee. Jesus said, if you've seen me, Jesus, you've seen the Father. That's Jesus above all. So John 14, 9. All things were created by him and for him. Colossians 1, 16. He holds all things together. Colossians 1, 7. He is the Alpha and Omega. First and last. Beginning and the end. So you take the span spans eternity past and eternity spans all that. The Alpha and the Omega. 
beginning and the end. First, last. No other way. Look at it. He's the healer. Exodus 15. He says, If thou will keep the statutes of the Lord, okay, and then pay attention, listen to what God is saying, and keep it in your heart, and observe, you know, to do everything that God is telling. It says, I will put none of these diseases upon you which I have put upon the enemies. For I am the Lord, your God, that what? How can you have ionizing power and authority in you? And then not somebody. So what, what, what we need to do is to use that power, that resurrection power, that is in us, and dwell upon that. Use that. Pray. And we do things that we have. And God, the healer. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't go and see the doctor. That's not what I'm talking about. Somebody signed me up to go see the doctor. And it's a good thing that I went. It's good. It's great. Take advantage of that. But pray. Use the word. Use the word. The healing anointing will go forth. Not for you only. Pray for others whilst you are at it. Pray for others. Let's begin to love each other and minister to each other because you never know who you're going to impact in this world. What souls you're going to win by the life that you live. Because you can preach a whole lot to the life that you live. Somebody sees you. You may think that they're not observing you, but they're observing you. But if they see that you are different, you know, you, you, know, you don't go about doing this, you don't... You are not doing this. You are not doing it. Of course, I can't name names on it. Or I can't tell you. All what I would say is that you are not doing this. You are not doing that. You are not doing that. Because if I do, it can be offensive to somebody. And it's not my intention. But all what I want to tell you is that if you refrain from things that are uh, 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 like you don't have to do as a Christian because the Bible doesn't mandate you to do that, somebody will see. You may not think that they are watching, but they are watching. And you can impact lives from the, how many times have people told us that you see, look at this pastor. He said he was doing this, he was doing it. Now look at what they are doing. And do you think that uh, I, I, I will be in church because of what they are doing and because of this? Because, it's just horrible. It's just horrible. Let me say this again. It's horrible for us to see pastors who are telling other people that you belong to this party so you don't, you can't be in my church. Is the church of God? Is it the church of God? If it's the church of God, then God loves the independent. He loves the Democrat. He loves the Republican. He loves this. He loves this. He loves you, regardless of what your height is, where you were, whatever you are. God loves you because Christ died for you, and once you accept Him, there's no difference between the barbarian, between the Scythian, between whatever. It's all in all. God loved. Everyone. It's horrible to see, people, and then they put people in frenzy, and then they go, you know, stamping and saying, hey, you can't be in that if you are uh, this party, get off my church. Get off. What, what, who are you? Who are you? Is that your church or the church of God? 
And if the church of God, Christ came and he came loving people to the point of death. He set his face like flint, even though he knew it was difficult. It was something that he had to go through. It's a painful death. Vicarious death. He took that upon himself for you and me. How come you are in charge of a congregation? You are leading the sheep, the lamb. See, Christ said, Peter, do you love me? He said, feed my sheep. Peter, do you love me? Feed my lamb. Feed Peter, do you love me? Then he said, tend to my sheep. Look at the meaning. You know, the Greek, that's what Christ says. Tend to my sheep. It means that you look after them. You care for them. You put them in pasture. You tend. If one of them is going, or if some of them are going astray, you tend. You go get them. Tend to my sheep. God didn't say, do this because they are independents or they are republicans or they are this or this or this. Messed up. Messed things up. And that's why people see and they say, well, do I join something like this? Look, we need to change. We need to change the way we look at the God. Far supersedes republican or independent or something. He loves everybody. He loves Ukraine. He loves Russia. But it's the heart of man, that is wicked, desperately wicked. That's why we are seeing all this, blasting people to oblivion. Well, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, shall be caught up. But are you going to be caught up and be with the Lord forever? Or are you going to remain until judgment? I'd rather be with God. I'd rather be with God because his love, his peace, his, he's my everything. He takes care of the fatherless. He takes care of the widows. He takes care of the widowers. He takes care of anybody. He takes care of the blind. He healed the blind. He said in Matthew 8, when the evening was come, they brought unto him many Many that were oppressed by the devil. And he healed them with his word. Oh, he, he, he got their eyes open that they would see the word of God. They would see how good our God is. And all those who, who were there. That it may, be, it may be said, this is Isaiah the prophet. Did that do it for you now. He will do it for you forever. As long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest time will not stop. As long as the earth remains, the water cycle will still continue. As long as the earth remains, oxygen remains 21%, nitrogen 78%, because God put that. The rest of it Will be carbon dioxide and the rest of whatever it is. God did it. And God orchestrated in a way that if one is falling short, one feels. One is falling short, one feels sin. God said that look, the best way to tend to your land is to do crop rotation. We came in and we said that we use fertilizers. We fertilize our land until the land can't even produce anymore. Yes. We came in and we did that. 
we thought we knew all that. Thank God to science. No, no, thank God for science. It's good, you know, because there's, according to them, poverty in the world. And so you need to get a bigger boost. Well, you can get a bigger boost if you do crop rotation and then you, you add whatever you need to add. Because some of the plants are nitrosominous, that they put nitrogen in the ground, others take nitrogen. You have corn and you have peanuts. These two things are different. One takes, one puts in nitrogen, right? So if we were to follow that, we said we knew. So there was one, I'm not going to mention the name, they came out, they went to some places, and then sold this idea, oh, we have this for you. This crop, you know, it's been done that, it's been modified, GMO, blah, 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 planted. They plant, big yield, big yield, big yield. See, that's what the devil does. Big, 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 bigly. Bigly, bigly, right? You know who said that? I'm not going to mention names. And then after the bigly, then the smally, because it would not yield. God knows, and he says, do it this way. God knows, and he says, if somebody is sick with this, with this put the person outside for a week. If the person recovers, go do this, go do, go do this offering. If the person is still sick, keep the person out for a week so that whatever the contagion is, it doesn't spread. Right? So we got this issue, and they are saying, two weeks, three weeks, everybody is up in the arms, fighting. Whether it's good, whether it's bad, I'm not talking about this, but I'm talking about certain things that the Bible has said that if we pay attention, we can probably understand things spiritually even a whole lot more than we do. We need help, man. We need help. We need help. And the only way, the only help that I know is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Shalom. He's the hurt. He is all in all. He's telling us that in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, changed. Or be changed for the better. Because then we will not know any hurt. We will not know any of this. We will not know this. We will not know this. You're not going to go to the grocery, buy food or whatever. Everything is catered for. And I, I, I love that. Okay? Because God is God. And it's God above all. Above all. Power. Above all. Okay. All right. So you see Jesus. You see the Father. All things were created by him for him. He's the Alpha and Omega, the healer. He's our shepherd. He leads us to green pastures and still waters. Psalm 23, 1 to 6. He's our peace. Judges 6, 24. Jesus above all. Philippians, um, I'm on page 11 now. Time is up, so I need to wrap up. So Philippians 2, 9 to 11. Wherefore God has also highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, every knee shall bow of things in heaven and things on earth and underneath it, and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord with the glory of God. Philippians 4, 67 says, be careful for nothing. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. You have any burden? You have any burden? You have any burden? Just jettison it. Chattison it unto the Lord. Put it unto the Lord. 
Be careful for nothing. But with prayer and supplication. Saints, we all go through a lot. We are going through a lot. We, some of us, some of us, you don't even know. You don't even know. Somebody comes here and is laughing and is smiling with you, but we don't know what they are going through, saints. We don't know. We don't know. But I'm telling you, based on the authority of Scripture, that be careful for nothing. But by prayer and supplication, make your request known to God. And then you, being a saint, somebody, instead of bearing up in prayer, bearing each other in our infirmity, and in their infirmity, we keep gossiping. You don't know what the person is going through. So even though they'll be laughing at you, please, you go home or you remember the person during the course of the week. Say a prayer for the person. Say a prayer. Because the prayers of a righteous person avails much, according to the book of James. Remember the prayer. Remember. Somebody crosses your mind. Pray for the person because it's God's will for that to even come across your mind. Pray for the person. Bear the person up in prayer. Got a lot thing can do. First Peter 5, 6 to 11. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Casting all your care. It says, casting all your care upon him. Because he already has you. He's got you. And in the twinkle of the twinkle of an eye, you'll be changed. What else are you worried about? To run our race, finish our course here. And we, need, we, we, we will win because God is with us. Whatever he has said that we will do, we will do. It will come to pass. So we stay on the word and we meditate on the word. Healing be for all those who need healing. Almighty God, that even through this, healing goes for You strengthen our frame each day and night because... You teach our mouth. So you feed our mouth with good things so that our youth is renewed like the eagles. Almighty God, it's my prayer. It's my prayer. Yeah, your people. Your people, we are in it and we are going at it. We are doing the best that we can, but we don't know it all. And sometimes we fall short. Cause that, your, that radiance... That radiant will hit us every part, all the nooks and crannies in our being. Because your word is sharper than any two edged sword. It cuts through, dividing asunder of the joints and of the marrow. That's into us, right? The blood forming center, that's your uh, uh, marrow. It gets there. That's what David says. It says, if I go down into the earth or wherever that I am, you are there. That's where it is there. Behind everything that we do, the radiance of God's glory. So cast all your cares upon God, for He cares for you. Jesus above everything. My time is up, so I want to uh, go through Acts 1 4 to 5. And being assembled together with, with them, He commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which He said, You have heard of me. For John truly baptized you with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days. From now. And in Acts 2, 1 to 4, at the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost was given to us. Right? The Holy Ghost burst in. And when the Holy Ghost burst in, 
the people of the way were unstoppable. They persecuted them, all right. They killed some of them, but you couldn't stop them because God was moving in them. God was moving in them. Yes, you could waste their bodies, but in a moment, in the twinkle of an eye, they will be up. What are you doing? They say, devil cannot overcome us because he's been defeated. In a twinkle of an eye, we are up again. And those who have gone before us in the Lord will rise up first. You see, God, you see, God, yeah, he says, those who went before you, it's not like what they are doing. They are counting votes, right? Those who voted uh, by, by mail or whatever, they are counting that theirs last. God said, no, 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 no. The people who went before you, boom, up. And those who are alive will be caught up. Twinkle of an eye. And we all hear our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. With the firstborn. Firstborn. In the resurrection. We will all be with him forever. So what? You don't have anything to lose. Right? Martyrs. They martyred their bodies. But they will be out. According to the scripture. Do you believe in what God is saying? I believe it. And that settles it. Okay. So, uh, Acts 2, 1 to 4. Galatians 2, 16. Knowing that every man is not justified by the works of the Lord, by the faith of Jesus Christ. Remember, I mentioned to you by the faith of Jesus Christ. So, that is the faith that Christ has given us. Even we have believed in Jesus that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law. For the, by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. Hebrews 4.12 For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even through the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and it's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. In a moment, in the twinkle of an eye, saints, victory by the word. Page 13 of the outline. Ephesians 6.10 to 18. Isn't God, our God is amazing. See, with all what was going on, with all what he's saying, with all what he's telling us, he's giving us the without, right? The wherewith to fight the enemy. This is what he says. Spiritual warfare. So we can overcome the enemy. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord, in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. That you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world. Remember, I mentioned about darkness. Rulers of darkness, if you put the radiant light in it, they cannot comprehend it. Finally, my brethren, we wrestle not against that, right? So against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, stand. Stand therefore, having your loins get with, the word, well, with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, above all, Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you'll be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. 
God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, the sword of the spirit is the word. The word was that which was spoken in the beginning, and he created. So, your victory is in the word. Speak the word. Speak the word. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, the enemy. Which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. And watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Pray for one another. Love one another. If somebody's name comes, you remember. So wherever you are, say a prayer. Almighty God, I submit my sister to I remember her in my prayer. Whatever she's doing, Almighty God, touch her. Touch him. Touch. Touch touch, you touch, you send the word. The word doesn't have any bounds. It comes out, spirals in. And God watches over his word to perform it. So let's come to the conclusion. The conclusion of the whole matter. Conclusion. We've gone over, we've said this, we've said this, we've said this. Let's listen to the Ecclesiastes 12. 13. This is Solomon. After he'd gone, he'd done, he'd done everything. The wisest man, now he got himself into this, you know, uh, getting into, now he was in idolatry. But after he did all that, he came back to his It's not worth it. Let's listen. Conclusion of the whole. Ecclesiastes 12. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandment. For this is the whole tea. Remember Exodus 15, 26. If thou listen to the word of God, keep his statutes, obey his commandments, and then do what God says, will put none of these diseases upon which he put on the enemies. For he Lord that healeth. So fear God and keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty. Because if you fear God, you keep his commandments. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing. Who? Who can be against you to overcome you? God. Revelation 22 12 to 14. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me. To give every man according as his work shall be. I'm the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and end, first and the last. Best, blessed are they that do his commandment, that they may have the right tree of life and may enter in through the gates to this city. This is what John, the beloved, is saying in the book of Revelation. Telling us that blessed are they that do his commandment. The commandment of God is to do his will and love our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And be about the word. Love each other. Shalom. 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 The peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Be your portion in Jesus' name. May every step that you take 
as it's ordained by God, may it come into fruition. You are blessed coming in. You are blessed going out. No weapon that is ever fashioned against you will prosper. And in the name of Jesus, we condemn every man that rises up against you in judgment, against you, your children, your children's children, your children's children's children for generations to come. Every mouth that rises up against them, any of them, we condemn in Jesus' mighty name because this is the heritage of the Lord. We are the redeemed of the Lord. And let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And we can say so when we are not feeling well. We are healed from the crown of our head to the soles of your feet. May God's name be praised be now and forever. Shalom, shalom, shalom. From the rising of the sun until the going down of the same, may God's name be praised in Jesus' mighty name. I hope, you, I believe you are blessed. Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So, Almighty God, we thank you we glorify you that the word has gone forth. It's my prayer that we put what we've heard, the ministration, into, uh, into prayer and meditate on it day and night because you finally instructed. Father, we thank you for the victory over sin, death, everything in our lives. That is sinful, Father. We renounce that. Even we as born again saints, Father, we need your grace, your glory on us in Jesus' mighty name. That your word will shine through every part of our lives. So our steps are ordained of you. You are a lamp unto our feet and light in our path. We walk steps of righteousness in Jesus' mighty name. By the faith that God himself, our Lord and Savior, has departed, has deposited in us. By the power of the Holy Spirit, by the resurrection power, we dwell in our victory. And we declare that the enemy defeated from the rising of the sun. Until the going down of the same, Almighty God, we give you all the glory and honor in the name of Jesus. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, our victory is up, Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, so now, thank you all. Thank you all on behalf of our senior pastor, Dr. Um, Reverend Dr. Anthony Jackson. I thank you all for being um, uh, with us today for those on social media. All right, now we give you the opportunity to uh, bless the ministry if you choose to. Titan offering. I'll read three methods or three ways that you can give. You can bless the ministry. One, by Zell. Zell transfer is by dialing 571 2342387571234 and what you need to look for is world missions ministries world missions ministries method 2 is by paper visit www.wmmchurch.org i repeat www.wmmchurch.org and click on the donate button by PayPal, that is. And then the third one is by check. To be mailed to World Missions Ministries, 6805. Again, the number is 6805. East Clinton Street. East Clinton. Clinton, uppercase C-L-I-N. 
T as in Tom, O and N. C-L-I-N-T-O-N. Street, Clinton, Maryland. And the zip code is 207-35. Thank you. This ends the online portion of the ministration.